The extraction of what is known as unconventional gas has been highly controversial. Both underground coal gasification and fracking have been discussed at a number of meetings in Portobello in recent years, with a strong consensus against their development. Last year, the Scottish Government imposed a ban on the former, and now an MSP has brought forward a bill to ban the latter as well. Claudia Beamish is the member for the South of Scotland, but she's currently touring the country as part of a consultation to assess public support for the bill. This week she was in Portobello and almost 40 people turned out on a chilly, damp Monday evening to take part. She explained what she was trying to achieve. The objective of my bill, which is on the prohibition of onshore fracking in Scotland, bill, is to ban onshore fracking in Scotland. So it, it does what it says on the tin. It's not about offshore fracking and the oil and gas industry. It's not about imports of shale gas. It's specifically to have a legislative ban on onshore fracking. The point, I think, is that between here and Lanarkshire, if not beyond, in fact, into Glasgow, there are huge swathes of Scotland which actually could potentially be the subject of onshore fracking. Yes, you're absolutely right. They certainly could, and the purpose of my bill is to prevent that from happening legislatively and to actually offer a different future for the communities and workers and industry across the big swathe of the central belt, the coal belt of Scotland. Against that, you hear from the industry saying, oh, it's perfectly safe, don't you? Yeah, the industry, INEOS particularly, would argue that, and they've done quite a lot of um, public consultations to put their case and that they're entitled to do. The perfectly safe phrase is something that I can't really feel very comfortable and confident about, or I wouldn't be taking forward the proposal and consultation for my bill. I was a community activist in um, the Lanarkshire coalfield area for 20 years before becoming a, an MSP, and uh, it was very much the case that there was so much offered by companies in terms of local jobs and so much promised in terms of adequate regulation for open-cast coal in relation to noise and dust and traffic and and then in, in the end, indeed, about restoration. A lot of that wasn't fulfilled and the big challenges for many of those communities still exist and I hope that my bill will send a clear message to the market and it certainly will be a very clear message for the regulators that there is an alternative which is cleaner and greener jobs. Fracking has actually been in the news just in in the past few days, particularly from Canada, where in one province fracking has been banned because of earthquakes directly attributed to fracking around a particular town. I'm aware of that. It's very concerning that there have been links with seismic activity. That doesn't necessarily mean that that will happen in Scotland, but it is a risk and uh, there are complex geological fault lines across the central belt, as you can see from any geological map, and there is uncertainty. And the fact that um, for some aspects of fracking, the actual hydraulic fracturing can go down kilometres into the ground and could not only cause seismic activity, possibly, but it could also threaten our watercourses, which has been a great deal of concern about as well. But my principal reason for the bill is... Not the health concerns, not the concerns about the possibilities of of risk of seismic activity or the noise issue or transportation. My principal argument and reason for my bill 
is the climate change imperative. And I'm absolutely clear that uh, there is no justification for fracking going ahead because we don't need another fossil fuel, a transition fuel, in the quest to have lower emissions and a better quality of life for the future for workers' communities and for our planet. So what are you hoping to object for the consultation process, including the one that you're holding here in Portobello tonight? What am I hoping to to achieve? To achieve. What I'm hoping to achieve is that tonight, particularly, there'll be a lively and interesting discussion which will inform me and what I hope will happen is that people will decide that it's in the interests of the whole of Scotland and the future of our planet to take part in the consultation and to support my member's bill. But that will be for people to decide. Against that, it's all very well for the people to make their views known. But ultimately, the bill will stand or fall on the support that you get within the Scottish Parliament. How much support do you have? That is an interesting question. It's going to prove to be an interesting answer. The Scottish Labour Party has a strong policy commitment to a ban, as does the UK policy. We won a vote last May in the Parliament which related to a fracking ban, and that was the Labour Party, which I represent, and also the Lib Dems and the Greens who supported it. The Scottish Government Party, the SNP, abstained, and the Tories voted against it. What I need for my bill is 18 nominees, who are MSPs at least, and I know I'll get that, from three parties out of the five, and I'm convinced that that will happen as well. Beyond that, we'll have to see what happens and whether the Scottish Government says they're going to legislate, which they haven't given any any indication of yet, although they have a consultation on their reports into onshore fracking. And I will see whether it's viable to take the bill forward And I very much hope for support from the people of Portobello and the people of Scotland. Well, I'm also joined by Elaine Murray, who is a community councillor here in Portobello, but is also a member of our fourth. And this is something that you have been really seriously concerned about because there are plans, there have been suggestions that, in fact, the fourth itself could become a resource for gas. In 2014, we discovered that There were plans and there were licences issued for what's called underground coal gasification, where they would drill down to the coal seams, set them on fire to smoulder, which would produce gas, which would be extracted. And as people may know, on the 9th of October last year, the government said there would be an outright ban on underground coal gasification. I've been to public meetings where a lot of... Anger, frustration has been expressed, and I think our fourth is a representation of that. Whenever we were out in our stalls or down on the beach on the prom and we explained to people what was planned, the response was outrage. One of the things that the people walking along the prom or the high street said, what about the subsidence? What about all the old mine shafts? What about the damage that's already been done? And so forth. So people who hadn't known there was the prospect of underground coal gasification, when they found out, they knew already all the reasons why it shouldn't go ahead. It's just that they hadn't known what the plans were. We highlighted the plans. We had a petition with over 8,000 signatures on it. And most of those 8,000-odd signatures were from the EH15 postcode area. So we've just had a meeting about Claudia Beamish's bill. We had over 30 people in the room. This meeting's been great because it's made the link between 
underground coal gasification and fracking, which is the next big environmental campaign that we have to be aware of in Scotland because it will be this coming year that the Scottish Government will decide whether fracking goes ahead. So it's a, a super meeting and a good discussion. It was very good. Something you did, though, however, was say you actually stood up and said when the ban went through we thought we could rest on our laurels and here you are yet again, just about potentially to join another campaign. I was tongue-in-cheek. I knew we would have another fight on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine, thank you very much indeed. I have the feeling this is a subject we are going to be returning to, if not just this year, perhaps into the future as well. So once again, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. <laughs>